Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Well, every day we're going to have a panel here on uh, SENZ around about this time. Uh, today we're going to mix it up. Today we've got two very learned gentlemen. We've got Hugh Bainon, uh, of course, and Andrew Gordy. Gordy reads uh, the news uh, on TV3. I'm going to start with Andrew Gordy because uh, you had to read the story about the $156 million uh, last year in Aucklander. How did you take that on the chin, pal? Uh, morning to you, Smithy. Um, I, I didn't... Look... I was expecting it, to be honest. I think we were all probably expecting it. Were, were you expecting that sort of that sort of figure, or is it more than you were expecting? Well, I'm sort of I'm an out of town, I like you. I don't muck around here up in Auckland. But to be fair, uh, like uh, I knew it wasn't going to be good. How could the news possibly be good? Yeah. But was it 156 million dollar bad? I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. It is probably more than I was mm. anticipating. But do you know what? I'm happy to cop that. So long as, as long as Grant Dalton and Team New Zealand allow the country to cash in on that by bringing the regatta back here next time, because as much as it did cost a lot of money, unlike other major tournaments, you know, your, your Rugby World Cups, Football World Cups, at least with the America's Cup, you have an opportunity to take that, that regatta or that tournament, if you want to put it in those terms, wherever you want. So, yes, it cost New Zealand a lot of, to- a lot of money this time around, but New Zealand will surely be in a position to cash in on that if they bring the regatta back here. So really, I don't think we'll be able to judge in, until sort of the fullness of time, I suppose, whether that's been a waste of money or not. Hugh, what are your feelings on this? Because uh, it's a pretty hot topic, to be fair. I mean, if it's uh, leading the news, it's big. It certainly is. Morning, gents. I'm coming from a little bit of a different angle, I guess, because I'm not in Auckland anymore. I, I was there for 12 years. I now live down in Nelson. This is my first America's Cup, not living in Auckland. And she, she was quiet. I mean, I'm sure the Yacht Club in Nelson had their own little thing on the go, but otherwise I struggled to find anyone who really cared. Um, so very different view, not living in Auckland. But I kind of agree with you, Gord. You have to pay for nice things, right, <laughs> in life. Um, now yep. the question for me is, is that nice thing worth it for the whole country? I think there's so many benefits for Auckland. Clearly, the waterfront is world-class, and that wouldn't have happened without the America's Cup. Um, so that's the big question for me. Is it worth it for the rest of the country as well to pay that much for that nice thing? Huey, 
Uh, if I can call you Huey, we've hardly met in person, but I just like the sound of Huey, and it's HUW, which is very Welsh, I've got to say. Uh, Huey, uh, you're a basketball uh, man, you commentate basketball on Sky. Huge game this afternoon, not that far away. The Bucks at home to Phoenix, it's game six, the Bucks win it, they are the NBA champions. How do you see it going? Oh, it's fantastic, isn't it? And trust the NBA playoffs to always give us the drama and a bit of intrigue. And especially this year, without two big market teams, that's been the most interesting thing for me. All year we're talking about, you know, we're talking about your LAs, we're always talking about your New Yorks and your Boston Celtics. And, but Milwaukee against Phoenix, the Twins, as they're known, because they came into the league at the same time as expansion teams way back in the day before the NBA incorporated the whole country. So really excited that it's two smaller market teams but with the big names in there, Giannis Antetokounmpo, who said no to moving to one of those big franchises a couple of years ago and stuck with it. I see it going the Bucks way, Smitty. I think in all sport, but especially in the NBA, the evidence proves that you have to go through the heartache and the pain to get the rewards. They've been through that over the last couple of years in the playoffs. They've lost close series. They've lost series in which they've been up. This Phoenix side have just come in, they're a relatively new group together. So I think they're going to have their day, but I don't think it's going to be this year. I think it's going to be Milwaukee's year. I've got to say, I totally agree with you, Goods. Uh, we're reading stories this morning. Uh, Olympics chief Toshiro Muto, he's the chief from a Japanese point of view, has not ruled out cancelling the Games. On the other side of the ledger, we've got Thomas Bach, who is the boss, the president, saying that's never been an option. How are you reading the scenario now in terms of it going on? <laughs> Oh, I love this. I, 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 love, I love that everyone is too scared to say the wrong thing. Uh, and then when someone does, you know, step out of line, there's, there's panic from the IOC. It, honestly, this, this whole thing, for the last year, has just made me laugh, to be honest, because you know exactly what's at play here. This is all about money. And, and honestly, when, when, when the head of the, the local organising committee says it, it's still a possibility that this thing could be cancelled, I actually believe him because I think, I mean, you know how this, all this stuff works, Smithy. I'm sure if the IOC were to cancel the Olympics or postpone the Olympics, this all comes down to insurance, money, sponsorship, or the whole commercial side of things. Now, I'm sure that they probably can cancel the Olympics if it got to the point where, quite simply, the Olympics could not go ahead. But I think you have to prove that it has reached that point before you say this whole thing's off. Because if they don't, then I'm sure the insurance won't pay out, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I still believe that, that they could cancel it. Do I think they will cancel it at this point? Probably not. It would really need to get to catastrophic levels inside the uh, athletes' village for, for us to get to that point. So. Yeah, my point of view is this. You know, we're getting these stories coming back, but uh, there are very small numbers in terms of the total number of athletes participating. It's the fact that the virus is there. It's present there that, that I think is scaring everybody, but not to the levels at this stage yet, which are, are not manageable, and they seem to have precautions uh, all in place. So, Hugh, what, what's your take on that? I mean, are we sort of because of these little bits of news that are filtering through, uh, are, are we overstating it? Is, it? is it likely to be better on the ground than we're finding here? Potentially. One thing that really interests me, Smithy, is is this going to be now the, the case study going forward for big sporting events? You know, they've got the rest of the big sporting federations holding their breath about if they can hold their next event. A lot of them are going to see how Tokyo goes, right? Can they do an Olympic Games with COVID present? Will it affect the actual sports too much? And then will other federations go, hang on, they did it. And even though a few athletes did get it, 
You know, one thing for me is I actually find myself pretty disinterested with the Olympics for the first time in a long time wow, because okay. of this, because of Same no here. crowds, because of yeah, because of lots of top athletes not going. Because we know the times and stuff are going to be down. Are we really going to see the best of the best at their best? Um, given everything, so it's kind of put me off the whole thing. And if they canned it tomorrow, I'd be like, yeah, you know, probably a right decision. See you in three years. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Also, I'll never be disinterested in the Olympics. It's in my system. I've never went, been to one, but never obviously competed in one. But it's in me, and so that's why uh, the the upside, the positive side of Ian Smith says, let's get, let's get on with it. And it starts tonight, Gords. There's another uh, social and moral issue, uh, and I, it, you're going to be talking about this a lot in the bulletins you read. The closer it gets and when it happens is Laurel Hubbard. Where do you stand on this, mate? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably one of the most interesting and, and challenging discussions or conversations that we're having in sport um, for quite some time, I think. Look, and, and I'm not going to sit here and, and claim to be an expert on this. I'm clearly not. And I understand that there's uh, several sides to this argument. And, and to, uh, the one thing I would say is I do feel a bit sorry for Laurel Hubbard uh, at, at the moment because Definitely. it's she, she is essentially the guinea pig for all of this, isn't she? And 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 it just the the horrible feeling it must be for her. She she I'm sure is proud. She's proud to 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 do what she's doing to represent New Zealand. But but she must also know that there are a lot of people who are un, uncomfortable with this, rightly or wrongly, um, and. If she if she goes and wins a gold medal for or any medal, frankly, she is going to be a huge topic of conversation. It is going to be divisive, and I suppose all that we can hope is that she will ultimately, in the fullness of time, be be seen as a trailblazer and and someone who has, I suppose, uh, slammed the door open for a conversation about how we perhaps uh, view view transgender people, uh, but also how they might be. Uh, I suppose allowed to compete at the Olympic Games moving forward. Now, whether whether rules change uh, beyond this point remains to be seen. But I think, as you heard Thomas Bach say the other day, I know he was a bit sort of he very much sat on the fence. But as he quite rightly pointed out, the rules are the rules, and all she is doing is competing by the rules, and that's that's all she can do. I, I, I wish you the best, and I, and I really hope that if she is successful at this Olympics that New Zealanders celebrate her success in the same way that they would Lisa Carrington or, or you know, Tuke and Burling winning a gold medal as well. I certainly hope that's the case. Andrew Gordy uh, and Hugh Bain, they were the panel this morning. Thanks very much, gentlemen. Some very learned thoughts there. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.